Hello once again, everybody. Welcome to the Eric St. Show podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week from this, the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. In and around where we live here, we are wrapping up an event called the 28th Street Metro Cruise. This is an excuse for everybody to get in their uh, cars that are tricked out or if they think they're tricked out into, uh, you know, showcase them on this busy street called 28th Street. We ripped off the idea from this uh, this, uh, historic event in uh, Detroit called the Woodward Cruise. The beauty of the Woodward Cruise is uh, that roadway is like four lanes going one direction separated by, uh, you know, concrete median and trees and all that shit, and then four more lanes going the other direction. It's fantastic. What they have here is just two lanes going one direction and then two lanes going the other direction. There is no way in hell... That that road is set up. Well, everything about this, it's already too big. Okay, that's what people who have cars that um, are a spectacle want, is these type of events for their cars to be seen. So, now, in Detroit, when they do the Woodward Cruise, like, you're supposed to pretty much just drive slowly. Now, not everybody does that. There's a lot of burnouts and shit like that. Uh, but they, they kind of frown upon that. And you actually will get in trouble if you do that. Or if you're caught. Here, it's like they encourage it. Because, oh my god. The amount of burnouts, brake torques. Uh, just the smell of burning rubber. It's not bad. I mean, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching it. It's just loud and obnoxious. But people love that shit. So that's cool. All right. Um, But one of the things I noticed is that the state of Michigan, you know, the laws recently changed that you can can smoke pot in a recreational way. So pretty much every billboard you see now is advertising the next place that you can go to buy your pot. Now, what I didn't know is that you can just walk around in public and smoke it. I had no idea that you could do that. I mean, it's, um, I think more people nowadays are smoking, uh, pot out in public than actual cigarettes. Holy shit. I cannot believe the amount of, I mean, in broad daylight, people just walk around just smoking pot. Yeah, whatever. I mean, uh, I think when, uh, the, the handful of times that I've done this, it's, uh, you know, you, you don't really like just have a joint dangling out of your mouth like a fucking Marlboro, but that's, that's what people are doing. I saw this, I mean, countless times. Now I will say that for the most part, the dregs of humanity, uh, populate the event. So walking around the food trucks, this is this is high class shit here for these people. So I'm surrounded 
uh, as I'm walking around getting ready to do uh, my my TV thing that I had uh, that I had to do over the weekend. And uh, I'm just surrounded by uh, uh, some of the biggest bunch of slobs I've ever seen in my life. Uh, not the least of which was the stalker that was there. I had a stalker there um, who, when I was on TV, I could tell he was taking my picture. Uh, and I thought, oh boy, this this seems fishy. That's going to wind up somewhere. And uh, I, I can just sense trouble. Uh, but all in all, um, a good time doing the TV thing for the, uh, for the local public access channel, which I thought the thing was going to be live, but it's not. I, I go, well, shit, I didn't know that. It was just being recorded for a later date. Oh my God. Um, all right. So that was, that was all cool. Uh, cool. And then, you know, um, but the landscape, I mean, to actually get into the event where I needed to be to park my car, to go and do this TV thing. Um, it's just a clusterfuck. Nothing was set up in a way that is conducive to getting uh, parked in a timely fashion. I finally got the car parked. And then um, it's time to leave. We've, we finished the show. It's time to leave. And I go, this is going to be a fucking nightmare to get out of here. As I'm doing that, I'm, uh, I, I back out and you have to kind of merge into the leaving line and no one in the leaving line looks to be willing to let anyone in. So this is survival of the fittest. Someone backs out of a parking spot and interrupts the leaving line, which means I have a gap. I shoot. I get in front of the guy who's letting the person try to back out of the parking spot. I shoot in front of them. There was a space and I filled it and, uh, no big deal. This asshole in his little S 10 pickup, that's uh, rusted shit, but he's got like $8,000 rims on it. He's a, looks to be about a 70 year old man with, uh, I don't know his buddy next to him. He doesn't like that. I did that. I have not yet realized that he doesn't like that I did that. Again, there was a car that was breaking the line to leave, and that dude backed out. And um, so I, I scooted in there. This guy yanks the wheel, gets out of line, and there wasn't much room to do this, but he pulls up next to me. He goes, hey! And now I thought, I'm always thinking it's someone that wants to say hi. What I mean by that is, you know, that happens a lot. I say, hey, how you doing? Hey, I see you. I recognize you from the hockey games. How you doing? But uh, as I'm waving at the guy, I realize the look on his face is he's not here to say hi. It's the guy I just cut off and he wants to kick my ass. So I wave at him and go, hey, <laughs> with a smile on my face. I go, oh, hey. And he goes, yeah, yeah, don't, don't wave at me. <laughs> I go, oh, what? And so then... Um, he just keeps going, and uh, and now he gets in front of me, so he was behind me after I cut him off, after I got into the line, and uh, he didn't like that at all, so he, he, he pulled his car out. I could very easily have just pulled forward and squeezed him out of the line, but I wasn't going to do that. I mean, if he's going to go all that way to, to tell me to go fuck myself, 
So he then cuts me off. I'm like, oh, well, I mean, I'd let him in. I didn't want to, I'm in Diana's car for God's sake, which was a bad move. I should never have brought her car. I should have brought the truck because I don't, I don't give a fuck about that, that thing. If anything happens to that. So then I know his, and his window's down, his arm's hanging out. And so then I go, all right, I'm going to troll this guy. And I, I lean out. I go, why are you so crabby? We all got to leave. Why can't we just get along? No response. That's not good enough for me. I got I to gotta egg this guy on even more. I go, come on. I'll give you $1 if you let me get in front of you. No response. And I said, it's all about love. Why can't we just love each other? No response. He is not having any of it. What a grumpy Gus. Holy shit. So that all unfolded. It takes forever to get out of this parking lot. There's like three, four uh, uh, veins of traffic trying to get into one line. And you know how difficult that is. There's one dude on a motorcycle who is um, absolutely one of the largest people that has ever been on a motorcycle in the history of large people on motorcycles. He was like Guinness book, a world record. One of those twins on the motorcycles. It was that absurd. Um, uh, he's trying to get into the line. I notice I just, it's this, this shit always happens to me. I look and I'm just looking marveling at how enormous this dude is. And, uh, his phone falls out of his pocket. Falls out right onto the ground. And he has no idea. And I'm the only person that's seen it. I'm like, fuck. So now there's people behind me. Everybody's pissed off. I'm in a great mood. I feel awesome. I'm always happy. As you guys know, I never get angry. And uh, I go, well, I got I to gotta help this guy out. So I, I put it in park and I open the door and I get out. Now, I've only got one shoe on. What? Yeah, I only got one shoe on at this time because I took my left off and I put it into my little uh, uh, foot sling because my heel was hurting. So I, I limp across the parking lot with my car parked and the door open. People are like, come on, asshole. I'm like, shut up. I'm helping somebody. I pick up the dude's phone and I go, hey, hey, he can't hear me. So I had to walk up to him, tap him on the shoulder, and he's like, whoa, ah. I go, dude, you dropped your phone. And he goes, oh, man. That's why fat guys should never put anything in their pockets. And I'm like, holy shit. Oh, my God. What a line. I go, well, there you go, buddy. And uh, he goes, thanks. I go, no problem. That was it. Walked back in my car, got in. Took me another 15 minutes to get the hell out of there. And then I'm off. My God, that place is just an absolute nightmare. A little bit more out of that uh, from that incident. Um, let's see. Yeah, there was uh, more to that event that I'll get to a little bit later on. But uh, overall, I had a great time. Uh, that was uh, extremely fun. Great night. And uh, we hadn't done that in years. It had been just before the pandemic started that we last did that event uh, on this on this local TV station. But uh, all in all, it was a good time. Really, really good time. Hey, thanks for being part of this show and watching it as it happens live. As you know, I, I, I do go live every day at about this same time. And then 
you can download the audio podcast when the show is done, wherever you download podcasts. But uh, for you folks on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, I'm going to send you off onto your day. I hope you enjoy this little uh, uh, little free sample, if you will. Well, it's all free, for God's sake. But uh, you can only get the full show on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. So if you're watching on any of those platforms, that's where you go, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Follow the page after you little do your little sign up and you uh, create your little username. Follow the page, and whenever I go live, you will see it. If you really want to um, get the full treatment commercial-free, subscribe with your Amazon Prime account. There's a spot online to do that on that site, and uh, it's pretty self-explanatory. You have to do it on your own each month if you want to subscribe. That way, while the show is happening, in the middle of it, you will not see any video commercials. Okay. So I will send you all off and enjoy your day. Thank you for being here. And as I said, you can download the show, the audio after it, uh, after I finish this up on any of the podcasting platforms, Twitch and Facebook brought to you by Irvine's auto repair, Grand Rapids hybrid and EV. By the way, they have a car show coming up in uh, less than two weeks. I think it's less than two weeks. We're looking at the 29th. Uh, sorry, a little more than two weeks. September 17th, I have you down. Unless if I'm getting that wrong. Uh, September 17th, the Irvine's Car Show. So uh, that's another great place to see uh, some exotic and classic cars at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Okay, Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT and the almighty YouTube brought to you by Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. It was a busy weekend and uh, not not that uh, productive or lucrative. It was a lot of time wasting and getting ripped off uh, for your old pal Eric Zane. This is what I mean. Uh, Friday, uh, I had some limo work to do. So, all right, you know, I... I, I this is a moonlighting gig that I very rarely do. Very rarely do I actually take on limo work. So incredibly busy doing podcasting stuff. But when I do get a free minute, I don't like to sit still. And if there's an opportunity to help out the crew over at Affordable Limousine and Party Bus, I'll absolutely do it. And then, you know, uh, honestly, uh, paying for a wedding and uh, super expensive college is not cheap. So I can take every extra penny that I make. So when I can, I take the work. Okay. Some poor dude at the shop yesterday uh, on Friday, I showed up at the garage. This is remarkable. Uh, Something happened. It was a boiling point. I had really nothing to do with it, but I felt bad for the dude because he kind of came unglued. Uh, I had to at about uh, middle of the afternoon, jump into this uh, this van that we have, and I have to drive all the way, about an hour away, right to the lakeshore. It's a beautiful community called Saugatuck, and I've got a pickup for plenty of people, like 14 people, and I have to t- drive them to Grand Rapids. And like this sounds like uh, young people wedding or something like that. I don't know. Uh, this is probably going to be awesome. There's going to be a bunch of hot chicks there. We're going to flirt, uh, flirt with uh, uh, the Silver Fox, Eric Zane, and then that's what's going to happen and make a ton of cash, and it's going to be awesome. 
So right away, I'm envisioning that. I get in the van. I start it up. I put it in uh, drive. I step on the gas. The engine revs. It doesn't go anywhere. The vehicle doesn't go. I'm like, wait, what just happened? Okay. Um, where's the parking brake? I must have the parking brake on. Because I can feel it kind of st- wanting to move, but it's not. Put it in park. Do it again. Put it in drive. Step on the gas. Nothing. I, I look at the parking brake. I locate the parking brake. The parking brake is not engaged. Like, what the fuck is going on here with this thing? I open up the driver's door. I go, does someone have the wheels chocked, maybe? I look to see if the wheels are chocked. Wheels are not chocked. I don't know what... This is a mystery. Maybe the transmission is destroyed. I am now out of the vehicle. I walk around. I look. And the back right, the dualies, are in the air. The vehicle is on a jack. It's jacked up. And the back right are the wheels that spin to get the thing to move. They're not touching the ground. So every time I was stepping on the gas, they were just spinning. So I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? This is incredible. So now I got to go. I'm up against it. I mean, if I, I, if I, I don't have much wiggle room on the time, I got to get out on the road because it's a pretty long drive. I wander over to the garage and, uh, the crew are working there and, uh, these dudes are gathered around a bus and I don't know what the hell they're doing. And they're kind of like uh, comparing notes about, they're all like kind of gathered around one vehicle and, and, and they're talking. I go, gentlemen, I kind of look at me and I go, I am sorry to, to interrupt. I really am. But I, I got in the van and I stepped on the gas and it's not moving. And then I got out and looked at it and it's, it's held up by a jack. There, there's a jack underneath the thing. And this one dude, he gets up. And as that happens, the boss, Justin, comes out. And he goes, Eric, is everything okay? And I look at him and I go, because and because the guy got up and is taking care of it. I go, yeah, man, it's, it's cool. But it wasn't. It wasn't okay. Because this guy's pissed. Um, now, thank God. Because you ever, like, uh, get pissed off and you take it out on somebody who um, has nothing to do with what happened. So I was worried that this dude is going to punch me in the stomach. So there I am standing there with my black vest, white shirt on, black tie. I'm dressed like a gay magician. And I'm, I'm waiting for him to come storming out to me and just slug me in the stomach. But he didn't do that. Instead, he either took off his safety glasses or had a pencil behind his ear or something. And he threw it as hard as he could. He's furious so oh no and uh so i'm like oh shit uh and and he uh he justin tries justin's very calm the boss and uh and i'm like i i i get away i'm like fuck i'm out of here man i'm just gonna let this guy sort this one out Uh, so he's gonna go and and uh you know this is a hydraulic jack i i could have easily have done it but uh I don't, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to screw anything up, you know? So the guy goes over and, uh, he, he lowers it in and he's, he's bitching at Justin. These two are going back and forth and Justin's staying calm. Justin is the most even keel, amazing guy in the world. And he didn't, 
escalate it. And this guy's kind of sorting it out and he lowers the thing. And, and, uh, Justin is, I go, Hey, are we good, man? You know, I'm just trying to keep a little for He goes, yeah, yeah, you're good. So I take off. All right, great. I didn't, I didn't say a word because this guy was on fire. Holy shit. So I took off good to go. No big deal. Now I get a text from the lady who I, who I got to pick up. And she says, we are at the shuttle drop-off for the um, Saugatuck Yacht Club. I go, oh, okay. And then it's, okay, and I don't, it says we are at the Saugatuck, or the uh, uh, shuttle drop-off for the Saugatuck um, Yacht Club, and then, that sentence ends, and then it says Butler. And I go, Butler? What is what is Butler? I thought, well, this had to be like voice to text, and it picked up a word. I don't I don't even know what that means. And um, and the lady's name is Monica. I go, oh, okay. So Monica wants to be picked up. So I put into my G, because it was, uh, I didn't have the exact address. It says that they would give us the address. So she told me where. So I put in Saugatuck. A yacht club into my GPS, and um, I drove there, and um, I get there to the yacht club, and then I, I there's no shuttle drop off. I'm like, where the where the hell is that? And uh, so then I call her and I go, yeah, um, I am at the uh, at the yacht club, and and she goes, okay, yeah, we are at the uh, shuttle drop off, and I go, well, where in relationship to the yacht club is the shuttle drop off? And she goes, downtown Saugatuck. Now that's miles from where I'm at. And I like, um, okay, no problem. And she goes, it's right in front of the Butler restaurant. And I go, oh, now at this point, I understand what she meant by writing the word Butler, but that's not the way the English language works. Because if you're me and you see, yes, we are at the shuttle drop-off, period, butler, that's not enough words to get your message across. The words she needed to add were, it's at the butler restaurant. And then I would have put the butler restaurant into my fucking GPS as opposed to Saugatuck Yacht Club. Oh my God. So, and then I noticed when I'm talking to her that she doesn't sound like a young hot chick. She sounds like she's a hundred. So I'm like, Oh no. Oh, this is the worst. I know how this is going to end. And that is with no tip. Oh God. If there's one thing you don't want is shuttle full of old people. They always love you. You can charm them. You can charm the pants off of them, which I did, of course. You're not going to get a penny no matter what. So then I'm like, oh, shit. So then I marked, I drive over to the restaurant. I pull over. I, 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 I'm holding their hands as they're getting into the, oh, you're so sweet. Oh, what the hell? Can I, can I carry this for you? Can I put this in the back for you? Can I do this for you? Here, hold on to my arm. I'll help you in. 14 women. 
I love your socks. I've got a pair of red socks on with uh, Jackie's dog, Cece, on the socks. I actually hold up my leg and I said, see, that's my grand dog. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. I'm thinking anything to charm these people. I might be able to get $1 out of them. But I'm like, this is not going to work. I get them to their destination. I got one wave. That is it. I help them all out. They can barely move. And uh, I, I send them on their way. And, and the lady who, who gave me the bad direction, she just goes, bye. I go, it was great working with you. Uh, have a great rest of your day. Smile on my face. Oh, God. I was just happy to get them out. Jesus, without one of them croaking on me. That's my tip. Man, um, rough. But that's, hey, them's are the breaks. That's the way it goes in that line of work. Um, the second pickup I had was a nice guy who was studying to be a doctor, a neurosurgeon, okay? Uh, and, and I picked him up from the airport, drove him to uh, Grand Haven, and then uh, he gave me all the money in his wallet, which wasn't a lot, but whatever, no big deal. And then uh, I get halfway home, and then that guy calls me. Hey, I left my backpack in the back of the car. Oh, fuck, are you kidding me? Turn around, go back, uh, and then I give him the backpack. He goes, if I had any more money, I'd give it to you. Can, you. can I Venmo you? I go, don't even worry about it, man. It's cool. It's cool. Give him a, Good luck on your studies. He's going to be in the, uh, for a neurosurgeon. He has to be in uh, postgraduate work for seven years. This guy's not actually going to be operating on people till he's like 40 years old. My God, all that school, you get like a 10-year career. Uh, all right, so then that's that. Now, this is on Friday. I have to go home with this car and uh, not go back to the garage, and I have to pick up a, uh, a couple at 11 p.m. because they're getting married. And uh, so then I'm laying in bed, watching uh, TV, whatever, uh, getting some rest before I have to do this pickup. And then I get a phone call from the boss, Justin, at Affordable. He goes, hey, can you uh, pick somebody up at the airport in the van at uh, 1030? And I go, yeah, well, I could, but I've got I've got to run. I got to pick somebody up at 11. Somebody's getting married. He goes, no, you're not. Yeah, I am. Because it's not on the schedule. I don't know what you're talking about. I go, oh, shit. You're right. That's not till Saturday. It's like, thank God he called. Because had he not called, I would have driven over to where I had to pick these people up. And no one there. Like, where the fuck is everybody? I'm like, oh, my God. This is this is incredible that you, like, saved me that trouble. Well, yes, I'm going to do this job. Uh, and he goes, good. Since you were planning on going anyway, you got to pick up this, uh, this uh, group from the airport at 1030. And then uh, take them somewhere. I go, no problem. I'll do it. So I drive to the garage with the car that was in my driveway, the sedan. Get in this fucking van, the one that was jacked up. And I take it to the airport. I get there. And I'm sitting there in the call lot waiting for the call from the customer. And then that never comes. Instead, Justin calls me. He goes, guess what? I go, what? He goes, 
That lady just called me. I don't know why she called me now, but her plane got her flight. She missed her flight hours ago. Go home. I'm like, oh my God, are you fucking shitting me? I go, whatever, man. Those are the brakes. Drive all the way home. I drive the back to the garage, put the thing back, the van back, go home. Holy shit. What a Friday. Um, Saturday, after I did the shoot for the TV thing for the Metro Cruise, that's when uh, the guy's phone fell out of his pocket and the, the dude yelled at me and don't wave at me, that guy. I drove home. This is like 9 o'clock at night. Didn't stay home long. I had to pick up this couple that just got married at this golf course. When I was supposed to do Friday. So now I got it right. Um, everything goes as planned. Uh, pick up. Drop them off. And then um, I head back. Now I avoided 28th Street. Like the plague. Because... Um, in fact, there's a, there's a gas station on 28th street that I had to, I usually fill up at after the run. Okay. But that's over in the wild, wild West zone where all the shit is going down with all the cars. Now it's over. The cruise has ended the Metro cruise, but people are still everywhere. There's a ton of people out now. I don't know about you, but in the daytime, as I was, uh, when I was there, it's like, boy, this seems like a, a fun local event, a little bit chaotic for my taste. I don't like uh, massive crowds very much, but um, I can see this becoming a problem at night. I don't know why, but when the sun goes down, people turn into even bigger assholes. And it, it turns out I was right because I made the veteran move of avoiding the gas station in the middle of the shit, even though the thing's over. And I went to another one, filled up the car, parked it, and then I'm filling out my paperwork and then the door in the driver's lounge opens up. It's this other driver. And she goes, oh my God, I made the mistake of going to the one gas station on 28th Street. I go, why? What happened? She goes, well, it was a madhouse. And then I saw some woman get the shit beat out of her. I'm like what? Some dude. And she described it as she goes, yeah, some black guy beat. The-. It's like, ah, you don't need to tell me the race. I don't need your institutionalized racism. The race of the person doesn't matter. Uh, she goes, yeah, some black guy just beat the shit out of his woman. I go, wait, huh? And I guess, like, in the middle of where all the pumps are, this guy starts brutally beating this woman, like, in the face. And so everybody's freaking out. And this all had this assault takes place and she's hurt. And, uh, the driver, the other driver described her as she had no shirt on. And I guess it got ripped off during this assault. And then the cops come screaming in there as he's finishing hurting this, his woman. And he takes off running and leaves his car there leaves his, his wallet is on the ground and he takes off running through the parking lot and the cops are chasing the guy. And then, um, I, I guess they, they caught him, but they had to administer for, it was horrible. What the fuck is going on here? I'm like, thank God I didn't go there because that's where I would have wound up and I'm carrying my pistol. So I probably would have drawn on the guy if I were there and I'm like, shit, I don't want to have to do that. That would be terrible. Um, 
And I would have too. I would have drawn on that guy if I was there and he's beating the shit out of her. My God, massive assault at the gas station. What a weekend. Can you believe this shit? This all happened. Oh my God. Uh, Kenny says, I don't care if I get my ass beat. If I see a dude beating a woman, I'm tearing him off and away from her. Yes. Amanda says, was this in the news? I looked, I didn't see it. Tyler says they didn't shoot the, they didn't shoot him. Uh, as far as I know. Oh my God. So that was, uh, that was quite a weekend to be sure. The show happens each and every day. And then when I'm done, I have the Patreon today. No exception as we inch closer to 900 free and Patreon shows. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Check it out. I want you there on Patreon. So if you're enjoying the free podcast right now, whether the audio podcast, downloadable, wherever you download shows or live on Twitch or wherever, I want you on, on Patreon for God's sake. Okay, you cheap bastard. Quit screwing around and throw five or ten bucks a month at me and start listening to all of the fun things that we do on Patreon. We do. It's just me. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Thank you to Frank Fuss and My Policy Shop Insurance for being part of this show. Okay, Frank is the licensed uh, insurance agent slash broker for the Eric Zane Show podcast. If you are in need of health care, you can have it by the end of the day. And I'm not talking about some shitbag fly-by-night insurance. I'm talking about great insurance. Best insurance I've ever had is the insurance I have right now through healthcare.gov. Now, yeah, true. Anybody can go to healthcare.gov if they don't have a job. They're in between jobs. Uh, they work for an employer that doesn't offer insurance, whatever, and fill out the form. But if you want it done right, have Frank help you. His services are free, and he is the expert. Have him help you. He can get you everything you need in terms of health care and dental coverage, whatever it may be. 616-914-4070. Call or text today or go to buyinsurancehere.com. He is also the expert on uh, Medicare Advantage plans and Social Security. So if someone you know or love is getting ready to take advantage of those entitlements that we all have as we get older or maybe on disability like the nfk do it reach out to frank he'll help you every step of the way and his services are free comedy in west michigan full house comedy go to fullhousecomedy.com to see uh what shows are going to be in and around west michigan venues all over the place with full house comedy when it comes to Buying a new or certified pre-owned vehicle, I want you to consider Sarah Honda Granville first. Okay? Their inventory of certified pre-owned vehicles is incredible. You can uh, drive there, check them out for yourself on the lot. SarahHondaGranville.com. S-E-R-R-A HondaGranville.com. Hundreds of cars, certified pre-owned inventory. When it comes to a brand new vehicle, you can get that too at Sarah Honda Granville. Go in and uh, basically pre-order it. Tell them what you want on that car. They'll take care of that and you are off and running. 
sarahondagranville.com. Okay. Interesting weekend to be sure. Sunday, I got a little bit of information that kind of bothered me. I was a little concerned. You know, it's something uh, suspect when it starts with, uh, don't be mad, but typically if someone drops the don't be mad, but on you, they suspect you would be mad. So I don't even know why people say that. It should be, hey, I think this is going to make you mad. Or, hey, it's time to get mad. Actually, let me back up. The phone call started with, your daughter, Madison, is very, very sick. I'm like, wow. Hmm. Sunday morning, Madison is very, Madison is very, very sick. What other clues in my brain can help me out with this one? She just left for college like a day and a half earlier. And this is uh, her first weekend back at school. And she's suddenly violently ill and throwing up every handful of minutes on a Sunday morning. Wow. And uh, I go, oh, uh, okay. She's very, very sick. Yes, she's vomiting, and her friends are helping her right now. Oh, okay. I'm thinking maybe we should take her into the hospital. Really? Don't be mad. But she had three trulies last night. At this point, you know, all the pieces of the puzzle are coming together. And I said, okay. Lie number one. The number three. Diana then informs me I'm thinking she has an alcohol allergy now I had never heard of that I don't even know if that's a thing or is that just a fancy way of saying you drank so much that you're puking so Diana has diagnosed Madison with uh, an allergy to alcohol I said, oh, 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 okay. An allergy to alcohol. So now I'm like, well, that's not, none of this is true. There is no allergy to alcohol here. And, um, and she didn't, there's no way in hell she only had three. If she had three, she might've had three in like three minutes and then blacked out for the drinking of the rest of those. Whatever. I don't give a shit about the number. I just don't want her to die. And frankly, I don't want this to lead to bigger and better things. You know, as much as I joke about it, uh, 
the apple might not fall far from the tree. And being that I am a uh, recovering drunk for the past 26 years, I, I wouldn't want my children to fall into this type of desperate desperation. And, uh, you know, so that, that's always in the back of my brain when I see my kids drinking, I'm like, uh, you know, seriously. So Diana's like, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking we should, uh, take her to the hospital. And I go, well, I don't think that there is anything. I mean, I, I have never had to go to the hospital for being drunk, but I mean, I can't imagine walking into a hospital and saying, yeah, I'm throwing up. I had three drinks. I'm guessing they would, they would punch you in the face and throw you out and say, get out. Hospitals are for people who are actually sick. So I think that that would be weird uh, to, to sit at, you know, in front of the nurse and say, yeah, she had three trulies. Can you help her? And then I'm like, and besides, I don't think I might be, I might be wrong here, but I'm pretty sure that if you're sick from drinking, there is literally nothing that can be done for you. It's just time. You just have to wait till your body adjusts and you, you work through it. But I mean, that's, that's kind of how it is. If you drink so much that you're sick and you're hungover and you got a headache and you're throwing up, I mean, you want to play, you got to pay, right? That's uh that's your body's way of telling you, you shouldn't drink this fucking swill. You shouldn't drink poison for God's sake. That is, and hopefully you'll learn something. So then I reached out to her friend who was taking care of her. And I said, how, how is she? Friend said, she's asleep on the couch. She hasn't puked in an hour. I go, well, okay. That's, that's a good sign. By the end of the day, I get a text from Madison. I'm fine now. So she, that would have really been embarrassing if we actually took her to the hospital for this. I was like, oh, come on. Um, the only thing that's almost as bad is that is after she's now out of it. It's hours later. It's the evening. I said, Hey, can I FaceTime you? Yes. Are you going to yell at me? No. Now, I don't know about you, but if I'm her and this has all happened, my tail is between my legs. Yeah, I know, Dad. This is what I would say. Yeah, Dad, I know. I screwed up. This is this is terrible. I'm so sorry. But I don't know if it's a female thing or what, but uh, hard-headedness and ind- now is not the time for hard-headedness and indignation. I mean, I would never do that, right? I mean, you've known me for how long? When have I ever been hard-headed or shown any indignation about anything? Yeah, I know, Dad. I know I only had three. Yeah, I know. Yeah, uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I'm trying to, like, remain calm. And I realize that this is, this is bullets are going to keep bouncing no matter what I say. I did it just once. It was no big deal, Dad. Just once. And I'm like, 
and Diana's just sitting there next to me, and I'm like, oh, shit. I was like, well, I, I don't want to get into it. Uh, I just I just want you to be safe. I'm just glad you're okay. Uh, okay, have a good night. It's like, oh, come on, man. Hell, I'm probably going to get my ass kicked for talking about this in the first place. She, by the way, where Jackie loves it when she's on the podcast and has a great amount of fun, Madison does not. Does not. There will be no more. Well, I said to her, Last time I called her, cold called her and put her on. She's like, I don't ever want you to call me cold call anymore. If you let me know, perhaps, but I am not to be on your podcast. Okay. Okay. I felt like I was five years old. Jesus. Uh, all right. As always, if you ever want to help me out on the show and you see a story that you want to share with me, send it along. I would love to uh, share it and give you full credit. Thank you to Mike Ball. who Sent a couple good ones off to me. This one doesn't have any, uh, any audio to it, but it comes to us uh, from New York state and this chick is just minding her own business it actually happened at the end of july and the story's just getting out now you've got a uh security cam pointed towards her front yard and she's just minding her own business and then you see a a fox a little fox come running up to her and this fox has rabies and it starts to attack her. I think I have this picture. Okay. I just want to make sure I always have a sneaking feeling that it's not working and then I'm embarrassed, but I I've got it this time. So that's, that's good. Okay. So there she is. She's just, look at that. Nice, nice place. Nice, uh, landscaping. And she's just walking along and then all of a sudden, Look at, she's just, oh, hey, how you doing? here comes the fox. Look at, there's the fox right there. He's like, oh, I think I'm going to, you know, he's rabid. So it means he's crazy. And uh, he's going to go attack her. That's what rabid animals do. You remember that bobcat that attacked that lady? And then the guy goes, I'm going to shoot that fucker. Look at, here he comes. Look at, she's got multiple camera views. It's biting her. She kicks it. And look at, he's just, he's going crazy. She throws it, and it's like, here I come. I'm going to go get you. All right. Look at she's She's kicking this thing. That's insane. I like how she's got multiple camera views of it. A poor thing. Oh, my God. It's latched onto her hand. This is terrible. Holy shit. And then it's coming back. It tries to attack her shoe. Look at this guy, the old timer. The old timer shows up with the stick, and he, like, uh, I, that's all that that's the, the that uh, all that they, they needed I guess was the stick because then the thing ran away that fox repeatedly bit that woman if you take a look you can actually see, look at that oh my god I would have been terrified shit the one hand is worse than the other um she's got all these puncture wounds and uh, there she is. She's kind of hot for an old lady. There I go again with the attraction to older women. She's cute. 
Uh, all right. So yeah, that's, that's, that's what happened. And then she's like, son of a bitch. This crazy ass Fox attacks her. Sherry Russo, a retired nurse from Caroline, New York was attacked by this Fox suffered 16 wounds from the incident. The 61-year-old said she thought that the fox was her neighbor's dog. I got the first nip on the outside of my leg. I actually thought it was our neighbor's dog. I lifted my leg and it was getting ready to say, I was ready uh, ready to go, hey, hey, what are you doing? And shoo him him away, but I saw this gray fox. He was a little guy, but he was relentless. He just kept coming back. And each time he did, I started to lose a little more confidence in my ability to ward him off. Russo said she realized something bad was going to happen after the fox kept coming back. She threw the fox on the ground multiple times, as you saw, but my God, then the guy stepped in and saved the day. They ended up um, uh, getting the fox, like the authorities or whatever, and they checked it, and they go, sure enough, the damn thing has rabies. So then, you know, I don't even know. I've All sorts of shots in order to get rid of the, uh, uh, you know, so that you don't get rabies. My God. Thing went nuts. Uh, I had a little run-in with the wild this weekend, and it's it actually bothered me. Okay? And it was nothing like this, but I have talked to you many times about how triggered I am when I see an animal dead. The two things, actually. Limo, there was a cat in the middle of the road, and I was like, oh, shit, somebody greased a, a, a feral cat. And I was like, oh, fuck, I hate that. It just sticks with me. Now, <sighs> mowing the lawn, and uh, I know this, but I had forgotten that there is a huge toad at one spot of the front lawn. And this is yesterday. And I swear to God, I usually go through the yard and try to stir it up so that I'll see where he is. And then I'll avoid him or I'll pick him up and move the guy. And he's a big ass toad. I mean, he is a large toad and he's so big that I, I, one time I brought him in the house and, and showed him to Diane. I go, look at the size of this thing. And then I put him back and I, I usually let my grass grow long before I mow it. So I have to be very, very careful. Well, the toad is mowed. Um, it was horrible. And, uh, I'm still not over it. I was disgusted beyond belief because it actually, um, the toad's head was gone and so were his limbs. All that was left was like a ball of toad body. And, oh, it was just horrible. And I'm like, oh my God. So then, um, the, the, the mowed body is there. I'm like, well, I'm not touching that. So I just ran the mower over the already mowed body and just, you know, it grounded up and shot it into the bag at this point. It's like, it was fucking terrible. Oh God. I was devastated. It was so bad. I, I, I it, I'm not kidding you. It affected me. I know you're like probably laughing in my face, but that shit messes with my head. Like in a lot of ways, that, that video of the fox attacking the woman, I was kind of rooting for the fox there um, just because I hate the fact that the fox, I mean, the fox is going to die anyway because it's got rabies, but I mean, just, I didn't, when she was throwing the fox on the ground, I was like, go easy on the fox, even though it was attacking the woman. I always want the animal to win, you know? 
Um, if there was a video of a hunter out in the field getting ready to shoot this big buck and a trail cam spotted all of this action and then the, the hunter's gun jammed and then the buck ran at the guy and uh, uh, gored him and stomped him to death. In my brain, uh, the theme from Rocky, the Rocky theme would be playing in my head and I would be overjoyed with what was happening. I all I am team animal every time. I don't know why that is. It's just the way I'm wired. No idea, but I was super bummed out about the freaking toad. <sighs> Jesus. Okay. Um I got to go pee. You got to hold still. You got to hang out with me. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere.
Mr. Underscore Kippen says we need a good NFK story. Spells story, S-T-O-R-I-E. You might want to work on the spelling. Oh, Sir Bob of Oliver says running over a toad isn't that bad. Nothing is worse than mowing the nest of baby bunnies. If I happen to mow a nest of baby bunnies, I'm going to uh, tip over the mower and dive into the spinning blades. Mode nest of baby bunnies. We're getting numerous people that are volunteering that they have mowed bunnies before. How the fuck would you get over that? That makes me so sad. Okay, now I'm going to... um, uh, uh, go out of my way to make sure that I don't let the grass grow too long in the future because I don't want to ever mow bunnies. Shit. Okay. Concerning the NFK, we have a game changer uh, concerning his health. You're thinking, oh, great. He's going to talk about uh, something sad, maybe something to do with uh, uh, his liver or something like that, which his liver... You know, there is some funkiness to his liver, which we have a uh, exam coming up in uh, in the coming months. I think that's not, I don't think that's a huge deal. No, what I am referring to is this device that I'm about to show you. And before I show you that, uh, it, the, the conversation went like this. I said to my wife, I go, your brother, um, I have, because um, he had, l- let me just describe this to you. His feet were so bad with uh, callus and arthritis and um, absurd nail growth that I, I was shocked. And at first, before I really dove into his health and being his caretaker, I would take him to a podiatrist. And I was like, this is ridiculous. I need to just do this myself. This is something I need to do. So... Uh, the gloves were the game changer. Having the the, 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 the the gloves on your hand to keep your hands from touching actual him. Uh, okay. So um, when I give him the shower, now I take care of his feet too. So trimmy, trimmy on the nails. No big deal. And uh, then the callus, uh, he, he has this medicine that I put on his feet. And I... Um, I, 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 I rub the callus and most of the, uh, of the dead skins coming off. And then this medicine heals the foot. Now this is super important. I know it sounds gross, but it's super important because the callus was splitting. Like it was actually splitting and creating open wounds, which would then get infected. And that could, that is a horrible thing. You know, it's very painful and it could lead to something even worse. You could get a blood infection. So I'm like, I really got to dive into fixing this guy's feet. So I have been. And then I said to her, I go, hey, I need a device to get the rest of this callus off. Enter this thing. This is amazing. And this is the actual thing. This is absolutely a lifesaver. Okay. And you see each side of this, each end of it is something. You start with the cheese grinder right here. And I do it. I like, 
I sit there and I go cheese, cheese, and then you flip it over and this stone here is a little bit finer. And then this one here is even more fine. And then you brush it off with the brushy brush. There you go. And my God, these feet are, are absolutely, they have turned the corner. This guy's feet. And, uh, and then I put the medicine on them and I put his little sock on and he goes, thank you so much. Thank you for helping me. I go, it's okay, buddy. It's okay. We got to help each other. And now his foot is coming back to life. His foot, he actually has feeling in his foot. You remember the, uh, neck surgery? He couldn't feel his feet. Okay. And if I, uh, like see how I have my foot here. If I, if I touch the bottom of his foot now, it, it, when I touch the bottom of his foot, it reacts. There's like a reaction. It's, it's a reflex. And he, I go, can you feel that Kevin? And he goes, yeah, I'm starting to get feeling back in my feet. I go, Oh my God, it's incredible. Before long, you're going to be running marathons, buddy. Get him downstairs yesterday. Haircut day. Oh my God. Talk about the unbelievable length of the, of the eyebrows. And thank God we have a full uh, uh, haircut kit to be able to do it all. And his haircut's so easy. Oh, my God. He, um, uh, you know, it, it grew out quite a bit. And I, I shave it all the way down to, like, Walter White level. And I'm like, man, this would be cool because you got all that long hair. We could, you could look like the dude from that movie The Fifth Element shooting the weapons at the bad guys. But uh, he didn't go for it. It was all good. He's in good shape. Clean as a whistle. Feet are in great shape. Makes me happy. Uh, yes, the NFK eyebrows, the grandpa on Look Who's Talking, without a doubt, Andy Rooney. I need to uh, make it so that there's less time between haircuts because it, it's like it's super long, and then I cut them. And I was like, oh, Jesus, come on, man. But no, he's good. He's good to go. He's happy as hell. Okay, uh, I love my friends at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. I see Megan is in there talking about her favorite dog, Daisy, who she thinks is so stinking cute, but is an asshole. Kind of. Not not right now she isn't. She's just being adorable. Absolutely perfect. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Okay, so, you know, you have your cars in your house, and if you ever have a, uh, at your residence, in your driveway, and you ever need scheduled maintenance, this is who you call. Servicing domestic, European, Asian. The only thing that they don't serve, Volkswagens. 616-532-6600 for any scheduled maintenance or you need an emergency repair. If you are in West Michigan, this is who you call. They have loaner cars for you to use so that you're not left in the lurch having people having to drive you all over the place, drop you off at work. Oh, my God. Use a loaner car from Irvine's. It's a great service. It's free. It's included in your service. Reach out 616-532-6600 or go to their website, Irvine's.com for more info. And that's E-R-Vines, E-R-V-I-N-E-S, Irvine's.com. My friends at A&E Heating and Cooling are reminding you that it won't be long till we're Going to be thinking about getting those uh, furnaces tuned up. Don't just switch it on. Reach out to, uh, uh, I'm sorry, A&E Heating and Cooling and get a tune-up on that furnace. You should see these folks twice a year. Once for the furnace, once for the air conditioner. If you need something new installed, they will install the Comfort Maker brand of furnaces and ACs. 
And uh, that is the best that money can buy. 616-516-8579. It's like you're getting the best service and the best equipment of all time, but you're not paying like it. That's the big difference with A and E heating and cooling. You will save money. My friends at the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Inviting you to reach out to them, whether you've had many mortgages in the past or this is your first one. Or perhaps you need to get money out of your home. Reach out 231-332-6505. If your credit is great. You all right, Daisy? You okay? What's uh, What's going on? She's looking at me like she's in trouble. You're not in trouble, honey. Where was I? Uh, call Mario, 231-332-6505. All right, a football coach who used to be like the strength coach or the weightlifting coach at LSU football. Uh, he's, he's now a high school football coach. The guy's name is... Uh, it doesn't fucking matter what his name is. Uh, uh, Jimbo Knoll. If you're a hillbilly coach that coaches weightlifting, of course his name's Jimbo Knoll. It just sounds like a coach's name. Well, Jimbo Knoll is a successful high school football coach now in Mississippi. And... Uh, In a lot of places, they take their uh, high school football very, very seriously, and as does this guy. He leads a successful team. He shows up at a high school football game, Jimbo Knoll does, to scout it. He's uh, watching these two teams play because his team is going to eventually be playing each of these teams or something like that. So he's basically doing his job there, which is kind of weird Uh, why he's so aggressive when he's sitting there in the stands screaming at the players during this game. I mean, why would you... Well, first of all, uh, a fan should never be screaming uh, at any high school football game. But this guy doesn't even have a dog in the fight, you know? And uh, for some reason, he's screaming and... uh, one of uh, one of the other fans there basically tells him to shut up, and that's all that they they need. And uh, it it turns out it uh, it ended up uh, uh, turning pretty pretty poorly for old Jimbo, as you see here in this in this uh, still image. He's all fucked up. His head's bleeding. This is when he's uh, he's getting ready to go after the guy. He's in this. Uh, he's a dude with the. Uh, with the uh, white hat on is Jimbo Knoll. Former LSU coach escorted out of Mississippi high school football game after bloody brawl. Audio. Check. Video. Check. Okay. It starts with him seated, Jimbo Knoll, next to his buddy. The guy in the, uh, in the, t- to the left of him, he just kind of sits there as this all is unfolding. All right, did you hear that? 
that's his voice. He's screaming at these kids that they're getting their ass kicked. So he's swearing. It's at this point you can't see it, but that fan who he gets in the fight with is now like telling him to shut the fuck up. You can't see the guy in there. Okay, now it's getting started. Okay, now now the old guy gets up. You can tell this is going to be rough because he stands up and he has to kind of like regain his balance. So I don't give a shit if he is an old football coach. He can barely move. So the guy goes, shut your damn mouth. And then... Here we go. Here we go. Oh, yes. Young guy starts punching the shit out of him. I like that. He like kind of like went low on him, picked him up, and then just started punching him. They both move very, very slow, but hell, what the hell? A couple heavyweights. Okay, and now the area moms are getting involved. Here comes this guy, like he's going to do anything. I tell you what, we have a lot of obesity on our hands in the stands at, uh, at a Mississippi football game. Here comes mom with her. If you can read this, thank a teacher t-shirt. All right. And now the law shows up. Okay. I think there's uh, a couple other angles to this. Okay, rest in peace to my ears. Here's another angle. Listen to that guy's voice. Yes. <laughs> Wasn't much of a fight. I needed more, you know? I mean, it was okay, but it, it, it kind of was all really, really slow. Uh, Chris says it's nice that the drum line let a nice rhythm going for the, kept a nice rhythm going for the fight. Jesus. So that wasn't bad. Uh, the guy ended up uh, getting his ass kicked pretty bad there. As you see, he was all bloodied. So, all right. Oh, man. 
ultimately, I'm not sure what happened to the guy. They'll probably give him a type of a promotion or something like that. Mississippi, you know. Uh, There's some more uh, football things concerning mascots this time. Two mascot stories. The uh, Baltimore Ravens, at like halftime of their uh, latest exhibition game, they they play like a uh, mascot football game. And their their mascot is is Poe, which I think is I was like, oh my God, that's a great name for the Baltimore Ravens. Poe the Raven. If you don't get why they call it Poe, I don't wanna I don't wanna tell you. I don't wanna I don't wanna have to explain. I mean, that would be a bummer if I had to explain to some of you why the Ravens mascot's name is Poe. And I'm pretty sure that some of you are not going to get that. And you have to like say on the chat if that, that you don't actually get it. Kyle gets it. The devil within gets it. Chris gets it. Kenny, do you know why they call the Baltimore Ravens mascot Poe? Paul blew it. He gave us the answer. Yes. Kenny says, ha ha, hey, of course I got it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, All right. It's the reason they chose the Ravens as a mascot, apparently. It's a creepy-looking mascot, by the way. It looks like one of those old masks that um, you would that they wore uh, during like the Spanish flu. Those weird masks that with the with with the with the beak that they put flowers in it. Just an odd, odd look. Anyway, uh, the mascot somehow I don't have the. Uh, they don't actually show the leg going flippity muppety. But the damn Raven got hurt. I mean, check this out. There he is on the field. That leg is is hurt. They're they're serious there. That somehow that thing got injured. Whoever's in that. And they what what's interesting is when they take the mascot off the field. They they uh, leave the uh, the the head on the mascot. You you can't break that 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 wall. Even better mascot news. Uh, by the way, the the Ravens then everything is cheeky. They then have a pole with an ice pack on his leg, and um, and I don't even know if that's the same one because the one in the clip that that we saw had black pants. No, I guess that is the same one. Uh, Poe is okay. Got ice on his knee. No big deal. And they even brought in a replacement Poe. But this might be my uh, be my favorite clip of the entire weekend. The uh, I think the Atlanta, yeah, it was during the um, uh, Falcons game. They did the same thing. They had like a mascot football game. And uh, in this one. You got all these different mascots that are here and they're taking on a bunch of little kids and the Braves mascot is back here in the backfield. He's going to take the handoff 
and these these little kids, these little these little little guys are going to try to tackle him. But watch how much ass the Braves mascot kicks while just tearing through these kids. This is fantastic. Watch the stiff arm. One, two, three. Get the fuck out of the way. How great is that? Oh my God! Did you see that? These three little fun. These kids have Titans helmets on, by the way, Kenny. That's actually the real Tennessee Titans playing. Um, that first stiff arm on the kid. Oh my God, was that spectacular? Look at this kid's coming up. He thinks he's gonna he's gonna tackle this guy. Oh shit! Boom! <laughs> What's that name of the dude on the Titans? Chris Henry? Chris Thomas? What the fuck is his name? Travis Henry? Oh, number two. That was just... And then this kid tries tackling him. Blooper is the name of this mascot. Oh, Jesus. Now, I have a great friend who is who does this for a living. He's a mascot. And I know for a fact that he would, in fact, I sent this to him. And he's, if you are a mascot, a lot of the times these mascots are super aggressive. And the guy I'm talking about is the dude who plays Griff for the Grand Rapids Griffins. His name is Sean. And I don't, he, he, this is some, this would be his dream to have this happen. Be involved in a mascot football game. Stiff-arming children. Holy shit. wonder if I can catch him. Probably not. You know my luck with the phones. But I'll be seeing him shortly at the uh, Griffins games. He'll be back at it. Didn't Griff kill someone during a mascot football game? <laughs> Hey, sorry to bother you. I'm uh, podcasting, and I was uh, I wanted to call about that mascot ripping the kids' heads off. Oh, my God. That was hilarious. You know, all those stiff arms? Yeah. He was not letting those kids bring them down. And you're not supposed to. You got you to gotta drop the hammer. You got to drop the hammer. They got pads on. They'll be all right. Oh, my God. You are a uh, throwback. That that would have been you, and you would have you. I think you would have done m- even much better. But that mascot, that's the Braves mascot, right? I know yeah, he would. He, he was. He had some nice stiff arms. <laughs> mascot mascots are a select fraternity. Um, you have relationships with pretty much everybody that does this for a living. Isn't that right? Yeah. Yep, I know quite a few guys in the uh, NHL. Prefer uh, mostly the NHL. A couple guys in the NFL. You also played the part of Blitz for the Grand Rapids Rampage. Also, yes. also one of your favorites. A very aggressive mascot. Uh, can, <laughs> can you take yes. me through the time when uh, when Joe from the Freebird Howling Show tried to assault you outside of the arena? Yeah, I don't know if you remember in the D zone too. I flipped him upside down and put him in a garbage can. Wow. That's right. That's right. It, it, he people sometimes take liberties with mascots, and then you you're ready to kick their ass as a mascot. Well, I just know how to defend myself. And you don't take shit from people when they try. So let let it be known, word to the wise, if you ever try to mess with any mascot in Grand Rapids, odds are you're going to get hurt. Yeah, get hurt or you're going to get embarrassed. Okay, are you? You must be excited about this upcoming season again. 
I am. You know, a lot of people keep asking me, Zane, if I'm going to uh, keep keep being the mascot. I'm like, yeah, another year, another year. As long as I'm having fun, and a lot of people don't realize, you know, when you're smiling inside, uh, that means you're still having fun, you know. You're uh, you and and Finn are a big draw, and everybody loves you guys. You're the best in the business. Thank you, thank you. All right, have a good rest of your day, Sean. I can't wait to see you. Okay. Yes, sir. You have a good rest of the day too. And uh, yeah, like I, like you said, beware of the mascots. You never know who's in that. You you're don't exactly take them right. for, Don't take them for granted. Yes, yes. We're just trying to make people happy. Exactly. Okay. Talk to you, buddy. Okay, see, see you later. Later. That is uh, Sean. He plays the part of Griff. He plays the part, well, he used to play part of uh, Blitz, the Rampage mascot. Idiot Corey is trolling with mascots are not real people and shouldn't have any rights. Good luck with that. Uh... Hunt God, more like rape God. Holy shit. The Buffalo Bills drafted a punter in the most recent NFL draft. The dude, wow, incredible ability. Matt Areza. He's known for kicking 70 and 80 yard punts when punting in college at I believe San Diego State of all the things if you draft a punter you know he's great he's he's a generational punter and that this guy's got like dynamite in his leg and he also has rocks in his head as he now stands defending himself on rape charges gang rape charges the buffalo bills said yeah we may have drafted you but we're also dumping you he's been released the suggestion is being made to call the one and only one of the biggest bills fans i know the one and only Stu McAllister. that is not a bad idea thank you linda Hey, I want to talk. Uh, I'm on the podcast. I want to talk uh, uh, pun- punter rape. Oh, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. <laughs> oh, hell. Where the hell? Hey, can you call it? Hold on a second. Yeah, yeah. No problem. No problem. I'm just trying to get you off speaker. There we go. Yeah. Jeepers Christ. Yeah, that's a different phone. Uh, why? Does it sound bad? No, no, no. Like, it, it, it came up, like, not unrecognizable. It's just the number wasn't in my phone. Oh, so. weird. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, hey, two hands on the wheel. I don't want you to get in a wreck. <laughs> oh, I do. <laughs> so the guy known as Punt God is, is, oh, God, is, God. Now, is now known as Rape God. Yeah. Uh, yep. Good times, man. Good times in San Diego. Okay. So um, you were really, really stoked when this guy was drafted. In fact, I believe you jumped through a table in your backyard. Oh, oh yeah. I jumped through a table. 
I got a homemade punt god uh, jersey. I was stoked, man. This guy is going to be the greatest punter of all time. And just a lot of it, it's just so funny to be stoked over a punter. Yes, yes. <laughs> and you, and so you, take me through what was going through your brain this weekend when you read that he's uh, uh, a rapist. Uh, well... Last Monday, there is a uh, memorabilia company that will sell, like, signed helmets and photos and stuff like that. And they were having a sale on Punt God stuff. So last Monday, I bought a Punt God helmet, Punt God uh, photo. I'm like, yes, this is going to be the greatest of all time. Wednesday, get the notice. Hey, it's in uh, transit Thursday. Hey, he's a rapist. <laughs> <laughs> ah, God damn it. What so, the hell? You know, the only punt God news you want is that your package has been delivered, and then you find out that he's into gang rape. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. it. So I got it. I got it Saturday, and I, I haven't even opened the box. It's just sitting there. Yeah, I'm like, well, what, what am I going to do with this? No, you got to enjoy it. Nothing. This is what I want you to do. I want you to get a wood chipper and it's <laughs> in your backyard and, and chip up the memorabilia that you, that you've gotten for this yeah. rapist. Otherwise, otherwise you are an accessory to rape. <laughs> oh God damn. I better get it out of my house immediately. Yeah. yeah you don't want that Stu. I mean, seriously, if, 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 uh, if I find out that you've gotten a job, I'm going to blow the whistle on you on, on whoever your new employer is saying that, uh, you you love gang rape. <laughs> this guy owns gang rape material. I I'm not gonna lie, man. When I heard the news, you're just like, ah, oh, Jesus Christ, right. right? Like, how did how do people miss this? And you know, because they got a vet like everybody, I suppose. And you know, how how do they miss this? And like, what's going on in this guy's head? And you're like, ah, oh, Jesus. Right, right. Well, I think I think that the young person who was uh, intoxicated and in high school who was raped yeah. by Punt God and two uh, and a bunch of other dudes that I yeah. don't think this I don't know if that information was out yet when they I, I don't think that that was a thing. I don't think that the team uh, anyone could have known. You know, but, you know. I mean, I I don't know what's what. Apparently, it happened back in October. I I guess the girl did go to the hospital and oh. she got uh, she got all the stuff taken care of. As from my understanding, she did talk to police. Oh, uh, San Diego State people were aware, but I think San Diego State Aztecs were having a good year last year, and so they're trying to sweep stuff under the rug. Wow. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's all bad. Yeah. But I, I'm assuming as a football player in this, or a team in this day and age, you just got to realize eventually everything's going to come out at some point. Yeah. You, know, you can't hide things under the rug anymore. Boy, what you just described them is even more disturbing that if the yeah. stupid football team back then during the uh, during his final college year, if they were aware and did nothing about that, that is hideous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's all it's all heinous. It's all very heinous, and it's it's uh, it's disturbing when a team that you're a fan of kind of had their fingers dipped into stuff. I mean, and they ultimately did the right thing by cutting the guy. But uh, you're just like, oh man, how, how can you be better at uh, doing your job in the first place? So like, going clearly, you need a, a, a high level of, yeah. of morality and caliber of a human being. Cause I mean, he's, he's just a punter. Oh yeah. I, know I can it. go out there and do what he does. <laughs> you know, what's interesting is if you're the bills 
And let's, I mean, if the Bills, if no one from San Diego State bent their ear and said, hey, you're, you're about to uh, uh, draft a rapist, if no one right. said that, the, uh, the Bills need to come out and say, look, we should have been informed by the school about this, and everybody kept their mouth shut. We had nothing. We did not. If this guy was way into rape, we would not have drafted him. He obviously is a rapist and loves rape. We, we, we don't draft rapists here on the Bills. We only draft guys who murder their, their ex-wife. And, you know, well, I mean, I don't think the OJ thing applies because that was well after his career. But you you know what I mean. That would, that would be the greatest presser of all time if the guy came out and was like, we do not draft rapists. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently the Bills had asked around and they said no other team was aware that okay. this guy had the problems that he did. Two teams are saying they had heard whispers, but then nothing was confirmed. So, it, you know, people were just covering up stuff, man. Yeah. It's just gross. Yeah, it, it is. Just, it, it makes you go like, I mean, okay, who out there also has done some nasty stuff? Yeah, I mean, come on. Stupid sports and money, it's all that. That's, that's, all, that's the most important thing, I guess, huh? It's all about winning, baby. All right, hey, Stu, you're, you're delivering dots. Where in the world are you right now? I am uh, headed to West Branch oh. right now, then then going up to Alpena. Oh, my God. jealous. Oh, my God. And you were in Kalkaska watching wrestling uh, over the oh, weekend? Oh, yeah. God, there was uh, more teeth than brain cells up oh, there. Oh, Jesus Christ. Do you have a – how many trucks had Trump flags? <laughs> I think all of them. Oh, gee. you know, I seriously, man, I would love to put a flagpole holder and then – uh, put flags with Biden and Kamala Harris's face. Not because I give a shit or care, just to drive all these dumb fuck white people where I live crazy. Oh, dude, it's unreal. The, just the stuff that I see. I'll see literally a house with like 10 Trump 2024 flags and no like American flags or anything. So just very odd. Yeah, really, really, man. Jesus. Oh, hey, uh, well, be careful, okay? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm all right, man. Things will be good. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you. All right. Don't rape anybody. Don't rape. Say no to rape. Say no to rape. Have right, a good day, man. Yeah, man. Uh, Matt Ariza, this this punter. Um, Ariza had not been... And uh, it says here he was named in a gang rape lawsuit. So this is a civil suit. I wonder why. There's so much I don't know about this. Why didn't this go... Why wasn't this a criminal thing? He was uh, he had not been seen at practice on Saturday, did not play in the Bills preseason game against Carolina. He was then released. Head coach Sean McDermott previously declined to comment. He did say there was some information he had learned about the, that the suit was filed. He did elaborate a bit further, saying it's just a matter of trying to find the truth at the end of the day, right? Uh, it sounds like uh, various coach speak. Disturbing assertions. I'm sorry, disturbing assertions of conduct towards the alleged victim. I'm just going to say to the victim. I know some of you have this silly, innocent before proven guilty thing, but not me. To me, it's guilty until proven otherwise.
The teen told Ariza she was a high school student. And even though he could see she was highly intoxicated, he took her outside and told her to perform oral sex. Then he had sex with her. Ariza took her to a bedroom where two other people, it says Leonard and Ewaliko, and at least one other man were there. They threw her. Oh, this is horrible. Well, anyway, there was a lot of rape that went on. The allegations are extremely serious and concerning. Uh, there's not a lot more news on this, though. I, 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 I want to know why this wasn't uh, reported to the police. So I'll be following it. Matt Arise, let's see. This, uh, pretty much everything is... Um, attorney for a uh, woman who accused Matt Arise of rape blasts the bills and his representation. I'm not sure about that. Bill's handling of Matt Ariza undermined trust. This is from The Athletic. Nearly a month after initially learning of a rape, of rape accusations. Ooh. So it isn't like they just found out. That's where you get into trouble. Nearly a month after initially learning of rape accusations, the Bills released him. So this is one of those things where once it gets out, then it's a problem. That's always a terrible look, you know? Doesn't surprise me. They did this 48 hours after the Los Angeles Times reported on a lawsuit accusing Ariza and two other San Diego State teammates have participated in the gang rape of then 17-year-old girl last October. How the Bills handled this, uh, the time in between is what is hard to comprehend. Well, that, I just found that out. I, did, I wasn't aware that that much time passed. So that's kind of disturbing. Uh, I'll link this up from the Atlantic. San Diego Police Department has been investigating the incident since last October. When the victim went to the police, according to the lawsuit, that investigation has been handed over to the DA the lawsuit claims the police investigation involved detectives coaching the accuser through supervised calls. In those calls, the lawsuit quotes Ariza advising the accuser to get tested for a sexually transmitted disease. This is a mess. All right. I don't even want to read any more of this. This is a horrible, horrible story. Well, isn't that crazy, though? This guy's done, you know, uh, this Ariza. And, and I hope that they're all punished terribly. There's no doubt in my mind that they did this. I'll link it up and you can check it for yourself. My Lions looked, uh, well, not, not great yesterday. Uh, they had an exhibition game on the road at Pittsburgh. As you know, I'm way into the hard knocks. Uh, I think... Uh, I mean, if you follow the Lions, the only question is who's going to be the backup quarterback. And uh, Tim Boyle is not the backup quarterback. This guy was shit yesterday. Every pass seemed to get either uh, blocked or intercepted. Like all the defensive line of the Steelers had to do 
was put their hands up when Boyle threw it and they were going to knock the ball down. It's like, fuck, step to the side before you throw. I mean, you know they're going to do it to you. You're, it's an easy target. And then he, he had this interception that was so bad. It was one of the worst interceptions I've ever seen because it's like he threw it right to the guy for Pittsburgh and didn't even see him. It's like, how can you not see that? How, what the fuck is wrong with you? Blau is a, in my opinion, has performed. They're both shit. They're backups, so it doesn't matter. But you never know with the Lions because if Goff fucks up, that means, you know, it's up to the next guy. My God, or if he gets hurt. So, um, not a lot more other than the quarterback play. So, I'm pretty sure Blau is going to be the backup. Pretty much all the good players sat. And now they open up September 11 against Philly. And I don't remember if that's on the road. I sure hope it's not. God. I have I have I'm I'm frustrated because I'm hooked. I have drank the Kool-Aid. But I'm not like I have a a bad feeling. And so I'm kind of wrapping my brain around they're going to suck. They're going to be terrible. Uh, expectations low. Hope for the best. Expect the worst. I'm expecting an 0-4 start. That's where I think this is going. All right. How about that two for two on the phone calls today? Pugs on the wing 420, which I think is a play off of a great, great Pink Floyd song. One of my favorite uh, albums by Pink Floyd, Animals. Great, 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 great uh, album. Says Lions Suck. Well, they have. I'm hoping they won't this year. But they probably will. Also, Pugs on the Wing 420 writes, that sounds like a new t-shirt idea. Say no to rape. Make it in Buffalo Bills colors. Boy, I wish I was aware that the Bills have known about the rape for the past month when I was talking to Stu McAllister. Because Stu's probably, he probably, Stu probably knew that the Bills knew, and he's too much of a fan to point that out on this podcast, which makes Stu as bad as the rapist. I don't know. Maybe not. Thank you to the Kent County Health Department online at accesskent.com slash health. On that site, you can get everything you need to know about being part of the WIC program. If you are, as the uh, word nowadays is, food sensitive and are having trouble keeping yourself or the kids fed, think about applying for the WIC program. It's there for you. You pay your whole life into it. That's why it's there. Take advantage of it if you need it. Immunizations, if you're traveling abroad, 
Everything you need to know is on that website, immunizations for the kids going back to school, and also information about uh, feeding your baby, breastfeeding your baby. August is Breastfeeding Awareness Month. Say yes to feeding your baby with your beautiful milk-filled breasts. Remember when Freebeer said that on the air that one day? He wanted to say, my so my wife's lactating and... But the way it came out of his mouth was, so my wife, as you know, has milk-filled breasts. Oh, my God. I just boogered out of my nose when I laughed at that. My wife has milk-filled breasts. What a way to describe that. Uh, All right. Thank you to TC Paintball. Online at tcpaintballgr.com. Drop in during the week. Wednesday is Little League Day. And Ladies' Day at TC Paintball. Schedule an event. A lot of people do the scheduling on the weekends. Drop in play during the week. Schedule an event on Saturday. For your uh, buddies hanging out at work, you want to get together, uh, maybe a bachelor party, neighborhood kids, whatever. Team building through work. TCPaintballGR.com. If you bring a group of people there and you got someone who's like, boy, I don't want to hurt. I don't want to feel any pain. You can actually armor up. There's all sorts of add-ons you can uh, throw some money at. And the next thing you know, you're just getting shot. And it's like, oh, my God. It, it doesn't hurt, but I'm definitely out. I definitely took one right in the face. Okay. TCPaintballGR.com. The managed IT service provider for this show. For all of the tech is uh, Blue Frost IT. Not only that. Helping us out around here because Madison's computer. Uh, she's going back to college. It needed to be uh, looked at. I took it over there. It was a quick fix, and they did that so that she can get it and then type in there, uh, how many trulies can I have before I get sick? Bluefrostit.com. Reach out if you need anything for your small or medium-sized business. 616-285-50. All right. As we continue here. uh, Locally, I've been uh, talking about this uh, case for quite some time. The cop who shot the guy in the back of the head. The deceased is Patrick Lyoya. The cop is Chris Schur. Murder charges for the cop. He's lost his job. And now we wait. But the family of the deceased is pissed off. And they're like, okay, this is taking too long. So now people are like, wait a minute. What's the holdup? It turns out this is normal. But these people are so pissed off that they're feeling like they have to have a press conference and act like they're oppressed, even though it's just a normal procedural thing. Now, since 26-year-old Patrick Leoya was shot and killed by a Grand Rapids police officer, Christopher Schur has been fired and is charged with second-degree murder. The case against him has been seen multiple delays, and today Patrick's father voiced his frustration. News ace Byron Tollefson joins us right now with what Peter Leoya and others have to say. 
Joe, while Patrick Leoya's father is glad that Chris Scherr was charged with second-degree murder, he says the multiple delays in the case make him wonder if he will ever get justice for Patrick. Yes, you will. Just be patient. Uh, Dad is the one wearing the In Loving Memories shirt, and then the dude in the bright red shirt is a uh, interpreter. And then in the middle, because there's a camera nearby, is Robert S., the more they're postponing it, it's like a, uh, a knife in my heart, you know? I'm bleeding more and more. It has been nearly five months now since Peter Leoya lost his son, Patrick. My heart is still broken. Swahili. And I don't know how am I going to find peace in my heart. And the case against the former GRPD officer who shot and killed his son is stalling. Two times this summer, a judge has delayed an important preliminary examination. That's when both sides begin to present their case. It was supposed to happen in July, before it was pushed back to this month, when it was canceled with no future date scheduled yet. And that's why Peter is so frustrated, thinking maybe they're not taking it serious. Maybe they will try to do everything to acquit this guy, to not find him guilty. Those are the question mark that are raising in his head because he cannot understand. Behind the delay, attorneys for former officer Christopher Schur. Before the hearing takes place, they want to get GRPD training records, policies and procedures from the city of Grand Rapids, stretching from June 2015 to April 2022. If you look historically at, at this court and the, uh, the speed at which things go to prelim, and then to a trial. This is not that unusual, especially a case where someone's charged with a murder in the second degree. They so basically, the defense is like, we want to get um, training records, which I assume, uh, from the GRPD, which I assume is how they train their police force, what they do to train it, train each member of the police force. From the past several years, which I'm guessing is all the time that Sure had been training for whatever... Uh, unexpected event that a cop may experience. That all sounds appropriate. So they're waiting on GRPD to provide that information to help their defense, which they are entitled to. And so because they haven't gotten that, they keep saying to the judge, well, until we get that information, we can't really go forward with our defense until we have uh, everything that we should have access to. So I don't have a problem with any of that. And then of course, the family of dead guy are like, well, this is clearly they're trying to screw us. They believe the GRPD records will bolster their case that the killing was justified. Nobody wants to get this over with quicker than Officer Schur, uh, who is uh, competent that he's going to be exonerated. Kent County Prosecutor Chris Becker has opposed the delay. Peter Leoya says it's prolonging his family's pain. I'm asking to the judge really to take a consideration and to appease the heart of Patrick's brother, Patrick's relative, Patrick's family. And asking Judge Nicholas Ayub to put himself in his shoes. I, want, I, want, I don't want the judge in the shoes of family. I want the judge to discern what's right and wrong uh, to the uh, extent of the law that can be allowed, you know? Feel the pain. Like me, like a father. 
if it was uh, this happened to the judge, how is he going to be feeling if really this this happened? Yeah, I'd like to say that you're guilty because I feel because I feel for the family. That's not how judging works. Patrick Leoya's family surrounded by advocates today, oh, showing God. their support. My heart goes out to the Patrick Leoya. This guy's a criminal. Family as they navigate through this burdensome system that they are now experiencing. As they continue what they have been calling for all along. What do we want? Justice! When do we want it? Now! Say his name! Patrick Leoya! I noticed that Robert S. did not say his name during that. While as they navigate through this burdensome what do we want pat and he doesn't say anything system that they are now experiencing as they continue what they have been calling for all along what do we want breakfast when do we want it now say his name eric zane while no date has been set for that preliminary exam becker and Schur's attorneys are meeting in court on september 23rd for a status conference then they are expected to discuss the next steps in the case joe Best reviews as an unbiased team. If they find that guy not guilty, this city is going to burn to the ground. Adnan says, I wonder what your cop friend has to say about this. No, well, you see. That would be Jason Schaefer. And he is, he thinks I lied to his wife's ears. He's part of that whole whack pack. So I don't think Jason is going to be back anymore. Um, and he is, you know, that's, that's kind of dried up. So I'll have to find a new cop. And Jason is a former cop. Something happened along the way that he is not allowed to be a cop anymore. Um, and, you know, I don't, all I know is that he was a cop and then something happened and he's not a cop. I'd like to find out what, but I'm not that interested. Uh, Corey says, oh, I didn't know he was one of those psychos. Yeah, yeah. He is. So anyway, Tyler says the prosecution always also gets this time to bolster their case. So how is this unfair? It's not in any way. All this is, is the wheels of justice turn slowly. And that's all you need to do to say to these people that are bitching about uh, this whole thing is say, yeah, you know, sometimes the wheels of justice uh, go slowly. You have to, you have to put up with this. The suggestion that I call Jason Schaefer. No, I'm not going to harass these people. I don't want to be harassed. I am not going. I'm done harassing these people. Okay. Yes. They, besides, these are these fucking people are crazy. You don't want anything to do with them. I don't want anything to do with them. Fuck them. They're gone. No one cares. You know? All right. Um... You know, I think I am I am out of things to talk about today. I am actually running out of shit to talk about, which is rare. Uh, thank you to Bennett Flooring Installation, 616-318-0167. Love you guys over there. Thank you, Jacob, for uh, doing such a great job installing the flooring in the Eric Zancho podcast household. If you need flooring installed, this is the uh, least expensive 
most effective way to have your flooring installed professionally. Incredible. First of all, rip out the old stuff yourself and then call. They'll measure the room, tell you how much it's going to cost to put the new stuff down. You can rip the old stuff out. Who can't do that? 616-318-0167. Reach out to Bennett Flooring Installation online at bennettflooringinstallation.com. 616-318-0167. The flooring I want you to buy, get it from Johnson's Carpet One Discount Outlet. Two stores. The main showroom in downtown Granville across the street from Striders. And then just to the west on Chicago Drive, the Discount Outlet. Discount Outlet is right behind Little Caesars on the north side of the uh, street in Granville, Michigan. They buy stuff by the 53-foot truckload full and sell the best brands, the best styles, the top-selling styles and brands, all right on the floor. You walk in, you pick out what you want, you take it home. Mention my name, save an additional 10%. That's the first stop. If they don't have what you want, like, uh, I like their styles, but I, I don't, none of it appeals to me. Then go down the street to the main showroom. Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home, Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. Just remember the name. Finally, my friends over at Bosco's Pub, I see Megan was there with uh, her lovely mother, Jamie, on Friday, and uh, they checked it out, and they just loved it. So glad you were there. Love Bosco's Pub in Hudsonville, Michigan, part of Terra Square. Go there for lunch or dinner. All right. Asshole of the day. Brought to you by TC Paintball. If you have suggestions, make them known. Uh, I think I know, though. Wow. You know, I'd like to make it several people. But anyone involved in this story is asshole of the day. It's got to be rape god. The the former Buffalo Bills punter, Matt Ariza, rape god, is his now known name. Was known as punt god. Now he's known as rape god. Holy shit. What an ugly, ugly story. People, don't rape people. Say no to rape. If you're ever tempted to rape, just know that that's absolutely horrible. And you need to die. Okay? Okay, that is my time. I appreciate you guys very much. Look at Bruce actually on his back right now. He is so that is he is so cute. I love him so much. Folks, I will talk to you on the Patreon in just a little while. Till then, have a good one. Bye-bye.